my guess, because he could be my choice, too. I love the guy. You ready for this, Steve? Is, although I know Elise Stefanik is right there, I think Lee Zeldin gets it. I think Lee Zeldin would actually be competitive if he'd done one thing. We cannot forget, Sid, Lee Zeldin kept Trump out of that campaign. He would have been governor of New York if he he didn't run MAGA. He never invited Trump in. I was making a big deal this time, embracing Trump and embracing MAGA. Right. Lee Zeldin kept it at arm's length. He did. If Lee Zeldin, and Lee Zeldin's a great guy, don't get me wrong, he's a great guy. If he had embraced Trump from the beginning, Lee Zeldin would have been what he should be right now, which is the governor of New York. Those are very strong words from Steve Bannon. Which I disagree with. I, I don't think Lee Zeldin could have run any better a campaign. You know, I did bring up to Bannon, I guess you cut that part out, Justin, that um, I said, well, hold on a second. What do you mean Zeldin didn't... Um, campaign with Trump, I said, I remember being in Deal, New Jersey on a very humid Sunday on the beach, uh, one of Lee Zeldin's campaign stops, when Donald Trump was there and spoke. I was there with Danielle. I saw it. said, yeah, but it wasn't enough. So that's Steve Bannon's contention that Trump will not pick Lee Zeldin as his potential running mate because he wasn't MAGA enough when he ran for governor. Lee, I uh, I know you like Steve. I like Steve too. I I and and whether you you're in the running or not, it doesn't matter. What did you think of his analysis? I don't really have much of an opinion of it. I mean, you know, during the campaign, uh, we had multiple campaign events uh, with President Trump. I was there, as you pointed out. He, yeah, yeah. You were there. But uh, you know, listen, when we were when we were running the the campaign for governor, uh, it was a campaign that was focused on issues. Uh, it was focused on trying to save the state, you know, trying to make streets safe and life in New York more affordable. COVID was still going on. And, uh, you know, the, as far as the policies that were firing you know, nurses and teachers and firefighters, uh, this was a race between uh, Lee Zeldin and Kathy Hochul. Uh, it was a, a race for New York voters to decide the direction they want of the state. And, uh, you know, as, as you know, it's still going on. New Yorkers hitting their breaking point and fleeing. That's the state the race was about from the very beginning. It never wavered. Uh, and even when, uh, you know, Kathy Hochul tried to make the race about issues other than what were, were most important to the voters of New York, we stayed on message. And, um, you know, listen, I, if, if, if um, I had to go back and, and do, do it again, I would, again, focus on, the issues that matter most to the voters. I mean, it's a state where you have three and a half million more Democrats than Republicans. You have Democrats, Republicans, independents, uh, people from all across uh, New York kind of you know, all hitting their breaking point. And even longtime disenfranchised Democrat voters harmed by Democratic policies uh, deciding that they want to try something new. And uh, yeah, I would say for anyone out there, whether it's you know 2024, it's uh, it, it's 10 years from now when, when running one of these campaigns for office, you know, you can never be faulting a campaign that is focusing, you know, a, as much as we were on the issues that matter most yep. to the voters. I mean, I think uh, that's critical for any campaign. I agree. I thought you ran a magnificent campaign. Uh, there's no logical reason for your finish. There is none. Like you said, millions and millions more Democrats 
And uh, you had her biting her nails to the very end because of your campaign. And I love Trump, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you were just with President Trump in Iowa and New Hampshire maybe a couple of days ago. So we know how you feel about the president. So I disagree with Steve on that one. He's a very smart guy. but uh, well, It's funny. I mean, like, you're on the phone, like, uh, I actually went to a right. I said that to him. President Trump. <laughs> yeah. for, uh, I was sitting in the Trump. fifth row when Lee Zeldin and Donald okay. Trump in Deal, New Jersey were talking you to us. spoke? You were a speaker at that. I was. You know, you you know, I forgot about that. Not only was I a speaker, Lee Zeldin, but I got to tell you, I was great. Anyway. <laughs> so I went to a bunch of your events, and uh, they were all terrific. I mean, again, you just, that, I'll tell you, the other great event uh, that comes to mind uh, first is uh, Steve. And he lived, I don't know where the hell he lived. Somewhere In Nissaquag. Where was it? In Nissaquag. Nishaquag, Donald Trump Jr., Kimberly Guilfoyle, Lawrence Taylor. That was some night too. Uh, Ray Kelly. That was some night. Yeah, that was that was a pretty epic event there on the North Shore of Long Island. And uh, I mean, they they went they went all out. They know how to host an event. Everyone had a good time. Raised some good funds to help get our message out. And uh, yeah, I mean, those are. Those are just two of the the many stops. You were uh, you were great during the campaign. You. You, you, were, you. you were showing up where wherever possible to help get the word out, and it was really it was about it was about something bigger than than us. I yep. mean, we were yep. we, we we had a moment, we had an opportunity, and we we came close. No regrets. Started early, worked hard, and and uh, fortunately, there's still a lot of New Yorkers who haven't given up on the state. But unfortunately, every single day, more and more people flee this place. It is unbelievable the amount of people that are leaving, and, and unfortunately, Lee, not that rich people matter more than not rich people, but they do in terms of taxes and, and uh, you know, start talking about the state's money, and a lot of wealthy people, which really hurts the economy here, are, uh, are getting out of here, and that has not slowed down. I mean, I remember during the debate, you were great. You know, you basically said, if everything is going so well, Kathy, why is everybody leaving why? Right. This is not long after she told you and Trump and a bunch of people to get on a plane and get the hell out of here because you don't share her values. So I guess my point is you run this great campaign. You almost win. She stays in power. And, Lee, nothing's changed. Nothing. It's just it's getting worse. I mean, now they have uh, a new executive budget just came out. See, legislature's back in session up in Albany and headlines. I saw this morning in the news about Hochul wanting to wean New York off of gas. And like, why? I mean, you know, you have New Yorkers who want that choice. We have. We well, let me tell you, let me stop you right there. Forget about New Yorkers. Let me stop you. Forget about New Yorkers who want the choice. John Katsimatidis, as you know, Lee builds these beautiful buildings. He just built this unbelievable building in St. Petersburg on the west coast of Florida. He's got those gorgeous condos on Coney Island. He's furious because he's like, I'm not going to spend money building my buildings in New York if my tenants can't have gas. So even a guy like him is mad. Yeah, I mean, it's, and it's, I mean, he, obviously he understands so many dimensions of this, one of which is that for the average New Yorker who's struggling to make ends meet, it hits them the hardest. They're the ones who are going to have to pay more than they were before. I remember on the campaign trail walking into Ann's Pancakes in the southern uh, the southern tier of New York, and it was a breakfast event, and there was no power when we walked in, but everyone still got their pancakes. They still got their breakfast. Why? 
because they don't just run on electricity. They were able to operate off of gas. And these people on the southern tier who are sitting on these resources are looking across the border into Pennsylvania, where Republicans and Democrats all across the ideological spectrum, they all understand the value on the Pennsylvania side for the economy, for independence, for the strength of their state. So they allow people to be able to safely extract these natural resources. Uh, But no, for for Kathy Hochul up in Albany, it's all about pandering to to some special interests that come in. They want to make these, uh, you know, a a few donors happy uh, who are, are advocating for, you know, basically getting rid of all gas and they they won't approve new pipeline applications they won't allow the safe extraction of natural gas uh i mean it's it's painful and these these decisions that get made by somebody like john katsimatidis you know is it's significant i mean the the amount of tax revenue that gets lost the opportunities that's right and for the individual new yorkers you know and and right where i began they've the one they're the ones who get hit the hardest when their bills go up and they don't have the choice and the option when New York doesn't have the electric capacity to, to, to actually implement these crazy policies in Albany.